What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tamiel Hart fills the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tamiel Hart. We continue with Prelude to Judgment, Part 4. Certain things have already been established such as all things. Uh, another thing that has been established is the identity of the Bible's Lord God. Another established thing is the identity of the people of God. Then we have the establishment of the enemies of God and his people. Now, this is part four. I will establish the fact that the Gentiles have a law, they have judgment, uh, that law and judgment uh, has not been fulfilled, the law and the judgment still stands. Romans 11:13 we begin I speak to the Gentiles it is written we have a main speaker here throughout bible content the speaker at this time speaks to the Gentiles he says and he says to them Psalm 81:8 hear o my people the Gentiles have the obligation of hearing what the AVB has to say to them and about them. They have that obligation. Matthew 7, 1, it is said to the Gentiles, ye shall be judged. Ruth 2.12 adds, And a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel. So there's a statement saying the Gentiles shall be judged uh, and that they should receive a full reward uh, to 
be given them of the Lord God of Israel. Now, this title, Lord God of Israel, in the AVB, the book of the law, of the law concerning God, it is said to the Lord God, uh, a name change is given. It is said to him, thy name shall be called Israel. Okay? God is called Israel in the Bible, the book of the law, the authority on God, and the and judgment uh, that is to be meted out uh, to the Gentiles. God is called Israel. And in turn, the people of God are also called Israel. Now we know also it is established that the Israel in the Middle East is not the Israel which the Bible speaks of. I say that again. It is established that the Israel in the Middle East is not the Israel which the AVB speaks of. The Middle East Israel is a sham and a deception. Very important to know. Okay, so moving on. This is all about the judgment against the people for the evil things they have done. Now, let me remind you, if I will, or if I may, of the reason for the judgment, the cause of the judgment. I have here uh, for all intents and purposes the people of the Lord have been exterminated okay we begin with that remember I have been talking about a long time ago when the Gentiles plotted to take out the Lord and put down his people, which plot they carried out. Uh, let's hear from the defendant, and we'll see something of the victim or victims. Psalm 1837 says, I'm at uh, verse 38 through Verses 37 through 38, and also verse 42. This is the confessor speaking. He says, I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I wounded them that they were not able to rise. 
they are fallen under my feet. I did beat them small as the dust before the wind. I did cast them out as the dirt in the streets. It is said to the head of the Gentiles, this is a papal statement that I'm reading. Uh, Psalm 18, verses 37 through 38, and 42, a papal statement. Uh, he is asked, Ezekiel 34, 21, uh, it is said to, to, to him, uh, ye have scattered them abroad. And uh, the response of the head of the Gentiles, the papal statement says, uh, and it comes from Ezekiel 36, verse 19. He says, and I scattered them among the heathen, and they were dispersed throughout the countries. It is asked, the head of the Gentiles, the papacy, First Kings twenty one nineteen, hast thou killed? The paper statement says uh, in First Samuel four verse seventeen, there had been also a great slaughter among the people. Interest and an important note there. There has also been a great slaughter among the people. And the response the papal statement gives is, I have slain your young men, that Amos 4.10, I have slain your young men, Hosea 6, verse 5, the papal statement continues, I have slain them by the words of my mouth. So, in this confession, the confessor statement coming from the papacy admits to taking out the Lord and uh, putting down the Lord's people. He says that they are his enemies. He has overtaken them. And uh, he didn't stop until they were consumed. The they speaks to the Lord and his people. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them, neither did I turn again till they were consumed. He says he wounded them that they were not able to rise. This is talking about the dispersed people, the dispersed black people, uh, at least the descendants of those who were originally dispersed throughout the Gentile nations. The papacy admits to dispersing them, scattering them, slaying many of them, and wounding these people uh, that they were not able to rise. And it is evident today that the scattered have not risen at all. They have not risen from destruction. Remember the scattered, the papacy statement here speaks about they are, the scattered are disunited. They were first defeated by uh, papal statement, 
by papal authority. Uh, and the Gentiles, the people of the papacy, went on to disunite the people of the Lord, called Israelites in the AVB. They disunited them. They dispossessed them. They disinherited them. They debased them. And many other things, including the Gentiles to this day have uh, deprived those scattered abroad, their descendants, of their own independence. And even the descendants of those originally scattered are still held in captivity by the Gentiles. They are still scattered, disunited, disinherited, uh, debased. They are still wounded, as he says, that they were they are not able to rise. Okay. So we see we have a defendant, we have a lead defendant, if you will, in the papacy, and the other defendants, the Gentiles, we have a victim, a plaintiff. The plaintiff is uh, the um, the dispersed, the dispersed, and of course, the AVB's God is among the plaintiffs. He is one of the plaintiffs in this uh, case brought to court against the descendant, the papacy, and its people, the Gentiles. So in answer to the question, hast thou killed, the papal statement says, I have slain them, many of them, by the words of my mouth. The orders for taking out the Lord and putting down his people descended from the papacy. The head of the Gentiles. Okay, so we see who's who's involved in this uh law case here. Papacy, its people, the Gentiles, they are the descendants, the plaintiffs the Lord God, the Bible's Lord God, and his people, the dispersed. And we have a judge also. And this judge here is the one doing the talking uh, as the, uh, let's see, as the record shows. Uh, the one that says, I speak to the Gentiles. Uh, he shall be judged, and a full reward be given you of the Lord God of Israel. Now, moving on. Psalm 91, verse 8 says to me at this time, Behold and see the reward of the wicked. Let me turn pages here. 
Okay, so now we move on. First Corinthians eleven thirty one. The head of the Gentile, the judge here says, "If we, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged." To the Gentiles, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. All right, keep up with me. John eight sixteen says, "The judge says, if I judge, my judgment is." True. Isaiah three fourteen uh, says the Lord will enter into judgment. The judge tells his people, uh, he gives them some crucial information, saying the Lord will enter into judgment. We know who this Lord is. This Lord is a reference to the Bible's God. And we we know the identity of the Bible's God. His name is Tommy L. Hart, who is the performer of all things. Tommy L. Hart has performed all things. He is the Bible's God. The Lord will enter into judgment. Isaiah 42, verse 1, He, God, shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. Revelation 1 1 says to show to his people, show to his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And we'll get into those things uh, as the judgment uh, begins. Or as the judgment comes forth, rather. Uh, he will show his people, his servants. God will show his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. Now, these things have already been shown to the Gentiles, okay? God enters into judgment. God becomes uh, one who is involved in this judgment, Okay? God enters into judgment. He will enter into judgment. And, and uh, that is evident now. Okay, that is being done at this present time. The Lord enters into judgment. Isaiah 42, 1. He, God, shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. Now, as we proceed, let me clear up this matter. Here are two statements. The first statement, Job 19, verse 7, says this. There is no judgment. Is that so? We have a second statement that says in Job 19:29, there is a judgment. So we have two conflicting statements regarding the judgment. One, there is no judgment. Two, there is a judgment. Which which one is right? Case. Is there a judgment or is there no judgment? The Job 19.7 statement saying there is no judgment is false. It's found to be false. And the statement set in Job 19.29 is found to be true. There is a judgment 
we will get to that judgment in time. And uh, there's a judgment, and the judgment still stands. Psalm 91 verse 8 says, uh, to the Lord God, the speaker speaks to the Lord God, saying, Behold, and see the reward of the wicked. Proverbs 23.1, he continues speaking to, to God, saying, Consider diligently what is before you. Okay. As I consider this case against the descendant, the Gentiles, and the papacy, they are here. The Bible, the AVB, the Authorized Version Bible, is before me. Get the picture. The contents, the crucial matter of the AVB are before me. As I examine and have been examining and analyzing Bible content. So he says to me, consider diligently what is before you. Uh, he goes on to say in Ezekiel 8, two, to God, seest thou what they do? What is he talking about? As I examine and analyze Bible content, do I see what's going on in the Bible? And if I do, Amos 7, 8 asks me, what seest thou? Lord, Lord God, heart, as you examine and analyze the crucial matter of the authorized version, Bible, consider diligently what is before you in the AVB book, in the AV book, and uh, what do you see? Uh, do you see what's going on? Do you see what is being done in the AVB? And Psalm 17, verse 1, uh, he gives an instruction to God saying, Hear the right. Hear the right, O Lord. So it's clear who he's talking to. Now, Numbers 22, verse 20 says, still, God still receiving instruction from the speaker. The speaker says to him, The word which I shall say to thee, that shalt thou do. What has he already said to me? He's already uh, informed me that there is a judgment. He's already told me, Behold and see the reward of the wicked. Uh, and in addition, he said to me, Consider diligently what is before you. He asked two questions. Do you see what they are doing? Do you see what's going on in the AVB? And if so, what do you see? God. The Lord God, the Bible's Lord God, is to respond. There's other action going on here. I see judgment. All right? I see the identity of God. I see the 
identity of the enemies of the Lord God. I see the people belonging to the Lord God who are still in captivity uh, in the nations of the Gentiles. I see a lot. Right? Uh, And we can bring in this question, too, coming from the book of John, which asks, what is truth? What is truth? God? What do you see? What's going on in AZB? Consider diligently what is before you, the material that is before you, the evidence that is before you. Consider diligently. Hear the right, O Lord, and the word that uh, I shall say to thee, Lord God, that shalt thou do. And then he says in Psalm 43, 1 to God, Judge me, O God. So God is given instructions. All right? And I see a conversing going on. Remember? The head speaks to his people, the Gentiles, saying, Hear, O my people, ye shall be judged, and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel. There is communication. There's communications going on. I see communications. All right? Now, Isaiah 44, 18, I have three statements here that I want to speak speak on. Isaiah 44, 18 says, they have not known nor understood. The question, do the Gentiles know of, of the pending, impending uh, judgment? Do they know of this judgment that is in the AZB, and do they understand it? It's like a judge asking a defendant, do you understand the charges, this and that, that are laid against you? Uh, do you understand? Do you know what's going on? Okay, Isaiah 44, 18, they have not known nor understood. Is that statement true? We have the statement in Romans 2.14, which says the Gentiles which have the law. How can you know something if you don't have it? And we have the statement in Romans 3.17, which says, and the way of peace they have not known. The way of peace is a reference to... To, let's see, uh, to, um, okay, let's put it like this. There is no peace between the Gentiles and and their head and the people who the papacy admitted to uh, wounding and consuming and, and all that in the papal statement, which I read, the confession. There is no peace. Remember, the Israelites, the descendants today of the Israelites who were originally scattered, 
are still held captive. They are still held captive. They are still deprived of their own independence. They are still in the land, land of, in the land of their oppressors, their enemies, their tormentors. There is no peace between the Gentiles and their head and the uh, people they are still holding in captivity and still depriving them of their own independence. There is no peace between those two people. There is no peace between the Gentiles and the people of God, the Israelites, who are still held captive in their enemies' lands. There's no peace. So that's what that that's what uh, is being spoken of in Roman in the Romans three seventeen statement. And the way of peace they have not known. Talking about the Gentiles. So, the question have the Gentiles known or understood the law, the judgment against them? Uh, do they know what the AZB is all about? The Gentiles which have not the law, do the Gentiles uh, do the Gentiles have the law, or is this statement correct? As read, the Gentiles which have not the law, and the way of peace they have not known. Okay, so let's take one by one, one at a time. The Gentiles know the law, okay, and we'll hear that from their own mouth. They have the law, they understand the law, and their understanding of the law and judgment is evident in this one thing here. Things that are against them, the Gentiles, and the papacy in the AVB, the Gentiles do not speak outwardly on. Did you get that? The Gentiles suppress the law, they suppress judgment. They do not speak on these things. They have, uh, as it were, swept these matters under the carpet, and they have remained silent on them. Okay. So Isaiah 44, 18 statement, they have not known nor understood is false. The Gentiles know, and they have understanding of what's going on. The statement, the Romans 2.14 statement, the Gentiles which have not the law is false. The Gentiles do have the law, and they they know the judgment. And the Romans 3.17 statement, and the way of peace they have not known, they that statement is false. The Gentiles know the way of peace that is laid out in the AVB. Though they discard it, discard it, they uh, disregard it. They know the way of peace. They keep it secret. So the Romans 3.17 statement, and the way of peace they have not known is false. The law is the way of peace. The judgment is a part of that law. And the Gentiles know it, but they are silent on it. And they suppress it. And they don't speak uh, with respect uh, 
to those things. These are important details that I'm giving in this prelude to judgment, important details. Have you heard the statement, uh, the devil is in the details? I read online that that statement comes from this statement. God is in the details. The statement, God is in the details, is so full of truth. God is in the details in the AVB. God is in the details in the AVB. You may read, you may read stories like uh, Moses delivering the children of Israel uh, from their whoever was holding them, and uh, Moses crossing uh, the Moses and the people crossing and walking across the uh, sea uh, on dry land. You may read the story of Joseph and his coat of many colors and his brothers and all. You may read the story even of Jesus and his disciples. They were crooks. They are crooks in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John uh, who were finally brought to justice. But you may read those stories. But those stories are fiction. The truth, the law, the identity of God, all things and other things are in the details, which which seem to be a part of the stories that you are reading. But God is in the details, okay? And other things as well. Details are very important. Moving on, the Gentiles confess to this. Now, have you noticed that during the past during the past several weeks, I have been uh, presenting some confessions coming from the papacy and coming from the Gentiles? Have you noticed that? Here are are some confessions coming from the Gentiles. John nineteen verse seven, the Gentiles admit they confess. To God, to God, saying, "We have a law." Okay, we have a law. The Romans two fourteen statement, remember, that says the Gentiles which have not the law, which I said that statement is false. The Gentiles admit to having the law. They confess we have a law. Okay, Jeremiah eight eight, the Gentiles. Confess again, saying, we are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us. It's with them in the AVB. They have the AVB. You may have the AVB. Two confessions coming from the Gentiles. We have a law. And we are wise, and the law of the Lord is I know, no, and the law of the Lord is with us. Knowledge. Knowledge of the law. Knowledge of the law of the Lord. Now, a judgment is law, okay? A court-issued judgment is, is a law. 
Look at this. Look at this. Isaiah 5911. The Gentiles admit saying, we look for judgment. They expect judgment to to uh, to happen. They expect judgment to happen. They expect judgment to come to pass. So the Gentiles have knowledge of what's going on in the AZB. They admit to it, saying, "We have a law. The law of the Lord is with us, and the law the law of judgment. Uh, the judgment is about the Lord." So it can properly be called the judgment. It can properly be called the law of the Lord. That's what it is. It's a a law concerning God. And we can extend that. It's a law concerning God and his people and uh, the enemies of the Lord God and his people. So, the confessions. We have a law. We are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us. They said they are not ignorant of the law. They are not ignorant of the judgment. We look for judgment, they say. Important details. Important details. It's as though we are getting into the mind of the defendants, if you will, Okay getting into the mind, getting to know them. Know what they're thinking. This, what I'm talking about, judgment, is not a strange thing. It is not a foreign thing. It is a matter of law. It is a matter that is in the authorized version Bible. Okay. So the Gentiles admit to having the law, they admit to having the law of the Lord, and that that law is with them, and I add, I say to you, it's with them, where is it? They say it's with them, where is it? It's in the AZB, it's in the Authorized Version Bible. Again, I say to you, make sure you have an Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James. King James Version. Make sure you have one. That is the book of the law that is being talked about. We have a law. That law is in AVB. I've told you uh, from the beginning that the AVB is a law book. It's a law book. And you are seeing, we're going to, you're going to see what that law is about. I've told you what it's about. It's about the enemies of the Lord. It's about what the enemies of the Lord have done to the Lord God and his people. Uh, you're going to see all, all this and more. We look for judgment. We are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us. We have a law. And Daniel 7.10 says this. Listen carefully. The judgment was set. That's a true statement. Set here means recorded, put in writing. It's put in writing in the AVB, if you want to ask where. In the AVB, we have a record.
Version Bible, commonly called King James Version. Okay, Malachi 3.16, a book of remembrance was written. That book of remembrance is the AVB. All right? Yes, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16, you have, you have the statement, a book of remembrance was written. That book of remembrance is the book called Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James Version. That's the book of remembrance. So understand what the AVB is. The AVB is a law book. Okay? The AVB is a book of remembrance. The Gentiles are being remembered. Hey, look here. This law applies to you. You haven't fulfilled it. You you are obligated obligated to fulfill this law. Gentiles, alias white people. Okay, a book of remembrance was written. The judgment was set. It was recorded. It's put in writing. In a, in a book called a book of remembrance. A book used to remember things, okay, that must come to pass, things, remember things that must shortly come to pass. Okay, let's wrap this up. This is Prelude to Judgment, Part 4, this episode here. I say... It is herein established that the Gentiles have the law. They are knowledgeable of that law. The law is with them. They have confessed to having the law and the judgment. They expect judgment. That judgment is a part of the law. That judgment is put in a book of remembrance. It is set down. It is set in the AVB, Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James Version. The statement we found uh, that says there is a judgment is true. The statement that says there is no judgment is false. I shall show that judgment which I speak of at a later time. God, the man, Tommy L. Hart, the performer of all things, is called upon to to see, to hear, and to judge. Remember the words spoken to God that says that say, Behold and see the reward of the wicked. There is a judgment. Uh seest thou what they do? What seest thou? Hear the right, O Lord. And the papal statement says, Judge me, O God. So, that is it for Prelude to Judgment Part 4. Remember to visit me on Twitter. There's much important and need-to-know information there. Hashtag Tommy L. Hart. Also, do make the Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. The judgment is forthcoming. Join me next time.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.